0: Welcome to What I Would Have Missed. I'm Julie Rocco and I'm your host. What I Would Have Missed is being launched as a platform for individuals affected by suicide attempt and ideation to reflect on moments and memories we would have missed if our lives ended. My wish is that our stories will offer hope to those who are hurting and be a reminder to those who are healing that happiness is possible. Collectively, we are a light at the end of the tunnel. May this be a lighthouse for you. Hi, I'm Julie Rocco and I am the founder of What I Would Have Missed and I'm also your podcast host. Thank you for joining me today. I'm grateful that You are on this collective journey of hope, healing, and happiness. This is the very first episode of What I Would Have Missed, and I thought it would be important that I share my own personal journey, my story of what brought what I would have missed to the forefront in my own life. I want to start by sharing that I am in a space today of much joy and love and peace and happiness, and I'm grounded in the knowingness that I am okay, I am safe, and I am worthy of life. I come to you today grateful for the little things I would have missed had my life ended the day I had attempted suicide. I woke up this morning With a simple cup of coffee that was just right, just the right temperature, just the right amount of creamer in my coffee, handed to me by my partner, who I love so very much. I woke up this morning to take the dogs for a walk and get their kisses and their wagging tails that brighten my day. It was that simple moment that I stepped into the day with work that is meaningful and purposeful to me. It was a simple moment of a conversation with a friend who was struggling and moving through some hard times that I was able to hold and share that space with this individual. I would have missed being able to be fully present for this individual moving through pain. I want to share with you, I want to move back in my journey before I was grounded in worthiness and before I was grounded in a space of self-love. Many years ago, I was lost. I was feeling lost in life. I was feeling that I wasn't able to bring myself up to the place that I thought I should be at that specific time in my life, that I should have achieved a certain moment of success measured however I deemed it at that time. I was experiencing certain turmoils in my life, some created by trauma that I had endured and Suffered, and some created by ongoing relationship challenges that I wasn't skilled to manage. It eventually culminated at a moment when I came home from work one day, one afternoon, and I discovered that my partner at the time had died by suicide. That moment of tragedy began a rapid spiral in my life. I was I was holding on, I was barely holding on through moments of pain and suffering. But I began to spiral really rapidly and I wasn't able or I know that I had friends and family and I'm grateful they continue to reach out and reach and reach and reach out to me as they saw me suffering and I made the choice to isolate my world got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until it was so small that it was only me that existed I could only see me I couldn't see beyond the world of me. And so in my suffering, in my pain, in my hurting, I only felt that I was the only one that was accountable to my choices. I felt that I was the only one that would face a consequence to my choice. I was in an echo chamber of voices that was convincing me that no one would miss me, that perhaps I potentially would be alleviating any burden that someone felt as it related to my care, the um, urgency of my emotional fragility and how to manage it. So, you know, it's, it was a lie, I know that now. I know those voices were only lying to me that they were so intrusive that they had the power to overtake the positive aspects that were in my life. And I made the choice to end my life. I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful that my pop discovered me. And from that moment forward, my journey of healing began. Part of my story I share with you, it is not from my own memory directly. It is what was shared with me by loved ones who surrounded me after my attempted suicide. I was told I was taken to the hospital. I was rushed to the hospital and stabilized. I was kept on watch to make certain that I would not make a decision to harm myself. And I was enrolled in an outpatient care, a suicide, an attempted suicide um, group, a group of individuals that had attempted suicide. And through that experience, I also started to receive one-on-one therapy. And I specifically received a therapy referred to as E-M-D-R. And that specific therapy helped me navigate the trauma that I had experienced after, after discovering that my partner had died by suicide. And as I continued to explore different realms of therapy that worked for me and those that didn't, I also began to explore meditation and exercise in spiritual pathways of finding and seeking truth in my own truth. I started becoming an archeologist of my soul, essentially, um, digging, digging and digging and digging for parts of myself that I knew were still there, that I knew existed, that had been buried in the pain, that had been lost in the challenges that life just kept piling on me they were buried and I chiseled I chiseled I chiseled away and I began to even discover parts of myself that I never even knew existed and that excited me in those moments of rubble my life was a moment of rubble I started to pull away and find pieces of me that I could hold on to. And so as I moved through my healing, I began to find places of happiness. I began to find those moments of interest that I had never explored. I began to find moments engaging with individuals that I had never met, or re-engaging with family and friends in a new way that could see past my pain, that could see past my shame, that could see past that moment. No one held me hostage to that moment, to that decision that I had made to end my life. No one held me hostage to that pain and to that moment. I was surrounded in love. And I'm grateful that I'm able to have memories now that I would have missed out on. I would have missed out my son, Zach. He turned 30, and he wanted to go on a trip for his 30th birthday. And he has lots and lots of friends. And he chose me. He reached out to me, his mom, for his trip to Mexico City to celebrate his 30th birthday, his 30th year on earth. He reached out to me, and we had so much fun. I'm so grateful for that invitation. I would have missed that invitation. I would have missed the invitation to my son Nick's wedding. I would have never met his wife. I would have never met Allie as his girlfriend, let alone his wife. I would have never made it to his wedding. I would have never danced the mother-son, the mother-groom dance that we had picked out when he was a little boy. We used to dance to Leanne Womack, I Hope You Dance, and we always said, when you get married, that will be our song. I would have missed that. I would have missed our song. I would have missed my own birthday. I would have missed my 50th birthday party. It was a celebration where so many people in my life gathered around my family. Um, we celebrated all the things that bring me joy. And it was a major milestone. And we all know 50, 50, that's a, a big year in anyone's life. But in mine, when we were celebrating my life at 50 years, it held a unique. Moment of realization that I am still here I would have missed that was pre-COVID we were still blowing out the candles on the cake I had 50 candles I would have missed blowing out those candles on the cake I would have missed finding a love for spoken word And that's just recent, recently. So again, uh, I'm still here. But it does not mean that life does not present its trials and its tribulations. It does not mean that I am not moving through dark moments and periods of sadness. It does not mean that I have days where I am pushed to emotions that are hard to manage But I'm finding different outlets to manage those. Spoken word is one I've recently found. When I say recently, I'm talking a couple months ago. I wrote a spoken word and performed it for the first time. And recently I did a second one and I'm going to continue on that path. It's bringing me joy. It's bringing me healing. It's bringing me a community of individuals that support and accept and fully embrace the full expression of myself. I would have missed in March. My father moved in with me as we prepared him to transition from this life. I had the privilege of sharing my home with him during his final months on earth. And I would have missed being with him. I would have missed holding his hand and letting him know how much I love him, telling him how very much I was going to miss him and telling him it was okay to let go, that I will be all right. I would have missed the privilege and the honor of saying goodbye to my father. I would have missed the privilege and honor of his legacy day in and day out that I try to bring forth as I move with family and friends and colleagues and community. I did not know in that moment of pain that was so great what I was giving away. In my moment of giving up, I did not know what I was giving up. I'm so grateful I'm able to share these memories I would have missed. I'm so grateful that I have a future of moments I am not willing to miss. I'm not willing to give up on the future that holds travel for me. I haven't traveled internationally very much, a couple countries, but I plan to see the world I'm going to move in the space of the world as my oyster and I'm going to crack open every single one. I'm not willing to miss that. I'm not willing to miss out on bringing what I would have missed to a global stage. There's irony in that. What I would have missed is what I would have missed. I'm not letting go of that. I refuse to let go of a future that holds for me sons that want to have children, sons that want to have my grandchildren. I refuse to let go of the opportunity to meet my grandchildren. These are moments that I could not see. I want to end with talking to you specifically to anyone that is suffering right now, that is sitting in pain, that you do not believe you can hold any longer, that the weight is too heavy. I want you to know and believe that there is hope beyond your feelings of hopelessness. There is healing beyond your hurting. And please know there is happiness beyond your pain. Please think of one moment, one person, one place, one memory you are not willing to let go of and keep reaching. I'm going to end with a quote that I often think about when I'm needing a, a, something outside of myself to inspire me, to bring me to move to a decision beyond where I'm at in the moment. The quote is this. One day, or day one, you decide. This is my day one of bringing what I would have missed to the world. And I'm grateful that you have joined me. I want to close out this podcast encouraging anyone is hurting and considering harming yourself, please call 988. It is the National Suicide Hotline number. Again, that's 988. I also want to encourage you to load 988 into your phones. The research suggests that this one simple act of loading the telephone number in your phone now can save a life. If you are interested in being a podcast guest, please reach out via the website at com, or you can email me directly at WhatIWouldHaveMissed 111 at gmail.com You may also use these forms of communication if you would like to sponsor this podcast. I'm going to close out this particular podcast with my son Nick's music. The music that I have accompanying This podcast was created by him. I would have missed the creativity of his music. And I'm grateful and happy to share it with you now.